My name is Associate Minister Chantal Russell. I am so grateful to be here and excited to be, de- to be delivering the Word of God this morning. Special, special thanks to my pastor and first lady for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly. Our four letter word series continues with the word hope. Today I'll be coming from Joshua 6, 8 through 16. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward blowing their trumpets and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time, the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua commanded the army, do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then, shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once. Then the army returned to the camp and spent the night there. Joshua got up early the next morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Verse 13, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them and the rear guard followed the ark of the Lord while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They, they did this for six days. And on the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner except that on that day, they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. My topic today is hope in motion. I have a few questions for us this morning. What does it mean to put something in motion? What does it mean to be hopeful? Are these two things important to access the promises that God has in store for us? Now, before you answer yes, or of course it does, I want you to think of all the times that God had you in a Jericho experience. God may have promised you something and you set back as if there was no work to be done to manifest the promises that belongs to you. I remember being a spoiled young girl who was definitely a daddy's girl, asking my dad for something and him quickly reminding me that money ain't grow on trees while watching him buy it for me anyway. Although I still received what I was asking for at the time, it made me think to myself, everything in life is not given or handed to us. One must work and put forth effort to receive. The dictionary defines motion as the action or process of moving or being moved, just like the children of Israel. From prisoners in Egypt, 
to serving false gods in Shittim, all the way to the city of Gilgal, and finally, where our text takes place, in Jericho. The children of Israel faced obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. They became frustrated often. And even with a direct connection to Christ, Moses, there were still times of uncertainty and lack of hope in the God who carried them through the Red Sea and across the Jordan River, which ultimately landed them into the land that God promised their forefather, Abraham. And finally, where Joshua leads the children of Israel into the battle of Jericho. Joshua was a servant who fought bravely in many battles. He served Moses and he served God without hesitation. He did as they said when either of them said it and God was with him. God said to Joshua, I am putting the city in your hands. Basically, I am giving you the keys to the city, words that I believe will preach on its own. There is a lot of us that God has given stuff to and we still don't possess what belongs to us. God said to Joshua, here are your instructions. Number one, you and your soldiers are to march around the city once for six days. Number two, grab seven of your priests, make sure they have their trumpets, and they should go in front of the Ark of Covenant. Number three, on the seventh day, you and your soldiers should march around the, the city seven times while the priests blow the trumpets. And finally, number four, then when you hear the trumpet, you and your people shall shout with a great shout, and then the walls will fall flat. I wanna take the time now to give us the template that allowed Joshua and the children of Israel to put their hope in motion. Point number one, walking in silence. Verse 10 says, Joshua had commanded the army, do not give a war cry, do not raise your voices, do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout, then shout. Let me translate Chantal's version. Joshua was like, when y'all walk around the city, keep your mouth shut and don't say, don't say anything. Don't say a word. Everything that you are thinking ain't worth saying. That one belongs to me. Carolina, there is a special, there is something special about walking around in silence that teaches us the power that lies inside of us. We must learn to tame our tongues. I personally feel like Joshua just didn't want to take a risk. He didn't want to risk it. Even through all the miracles God had already showed the children of Israel, Joshua knew their history of whining and complaining about every little thing. James 3, 8 describes the tongue as unruly, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison or the famous proverb 1821 life and death is in the power of your tongue uh, is in the power of your tongue we all know what our words are capable of you say one thing one thing and it has the power to change the trajectory of everything so in silence they went for 6 days they did not say a word 
Can you imagine walking around a city without saying a word for six days? Type in the chat real quick, yes or no. But before you do that, I want you to remember that on the seventh day, they had to walk around the city six times before the horns released them to shout. No one complained about their feet hurting. No one complained about the humidity outside. How much would you roll your eyes, Chantal? Or ask God, why have you forsaken me because of laziness and not wanting to follow the instructions that benefit what God has promised you? Too often, my generation, the millennials, Minister Paul, we use Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook to air out our broken hearts our disappointments, challenges, and all that we do from the time we wake up to the time we close our eyes to go to sleep. People of God, cause it's not just the millennials. In this moment, the children of Israel taught us the, the benefits of walking in silence. This leads me to my second point. You cannot do this alone. Carolina, there is power in numbers. We have seen in our history and more recently, just this past year, how important it is to be amongst like-minded people in order to create change. There are numerous examples. The March on Washington, the Million Man March, voting in our recent presidential election, the Black Lives Matter movement, and the list goes on and on and on. God gives us each other for a reason. Why do we find fame in struggling alone? Does it make the reward seem greater because you did it by yourself? When really you needed God in overtime just to accomplish the goal. Stressing for no reason, overworked for no reason, for no reason. Sometimes the church isn't the reason you are burnt out, you are. God has placed everything we need in those around us. He said in earlier scripture, Joshua 1:19, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you even until the end of the earth. Joshua knew that God was with him. He had seen him in action many times. So Joshua went to God for instruction and God sent him right back to his people. Joshua already had what he needed in his house. Perspective, historians estimate that the wall of Jericho was over 13 feet tall and approximately 10 acres wide, which equals out to about eight football fields. Joshua could not have done it alone. Leviticus 26, eight, five of you will chase a hundred and a hundred of you will chase 10,000 and your enemies will fall by the sword before you. We must learn to pivot our island mindset and tap into the resources that God has placed into our lives. And I quote, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. My third and final point is, there is power in your presence. I think that it's important for us to realize the power of just showing up. When we are weary and well-doing, God remembers us. 
He remembers our prayers and our tears of hopelessness. We have all been tired, overwhelmed with life, exhausted and underpaid by our jobs and not feeling appreciated by those around us. But just like the children of Israel, they had to decide every single day to show up. According to scripture, Joshua knew, but the children of Israel didn't actually know the number of days they would have to march around the city. Remember he said, don't say a word until I say shout. However, they, they did the same thing as instructed 12 times before they saw the manifestation of the promise. And some of us can't make it three days. In order for the wall to come down, they had to be at the wall. They had to be there. Some people might call the children of Israel's actions insanity, doing the same thing, but expecting a different result. They trusted the vision that God had given their leader, not worried about how people, how people would look at them, but having hope in the God who had always directed their paths. I can speak for us all by saying that the children of Israel had to have an extreme amount of hope, believing that the instructions given by Joshua would lead them to their promise. I shared with you earlier the definition of motion. But here's the definition of hope. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Showing up is a sign of strength. We must show up when the odds are stacked against us. We have to show up when what we have going through feels impossible. We have to show up when our money and finances are out of alignment. We must continue to show up so that the enemy will know that there is no thing that can stop you.